and friends hey y'all <laughs> good morning good morning um as always welcome to the earth is ghetto podcast this is um a very somber morning um we're gonna get directly into the mental health check-in <sighs> Aaron, i'm gonna start with you How i'm you sick of white people but that's me every day but it's on 10 today my mental health check-in if it's white get out my sight let me make that let me write that down (laughs) (laughs) um yeah i'm just i'm just exhausted i'm mentally exhausted um i'm just numb to the bullshit i just i don't i can't even do anything at this point and I also, um, moments like this make me so glad that um, I chose you for my my co-host because people really need to see the dichotomy and that we're not a monolith. Like in the same way that you are like, listen, I am not going to watch the news. I need to be removed from it. I am completely numb. I am completely desensitized. And that, there's so much validity there because that's literally the the defense mechanism that has to kick in in order for your brain to be open. And then me, on the other hand, I'm like an open wound every day. Mm-hmm. Um, especially like on days like today. Right now, I feel like an exposed vein. I'm not even, I'm so, I'm so lost. I'm so fucking lost right now, bro. Um, let's go ahead and get into it. If there is anybody who is listening and wants to go ahead and get, um, please tell us about your mental health chicken, a check-in. Uh, please tell us how you're feeling right now because when people ask us, they don't really care. And on this platform, we actually want to hear what you have to say. Mm-hmm. Um, there was another shooting. We just talked about the Buffalo shooting. Was that this week? I think last Friday? week. Yeah, I think, yeah. And it's... It hasn't even been 14 just days Wednesday. since that happened. Yeah. So between Friday and Wednesday, there's been another uh, mass shooting. Um, first, let's go ahead and read, um, the article. 
in reference to the the shooting because um unfortunately we have to <laughs> All right, a gunman killed 19 elementary school students and two teachers Tuesday in Uvalde, Texas. The shooter was fatally shot by law enforcement officers responding to the attack at Robb Elementary School in Uvalde and about 80 miles west of San Antonio. The number of injured people was not clear Tuesday evening. What I have finally heard is that um, the gunman was killed. It's not lost on me that that was a Latin male. Because usually when it's a white guy, they always come out in handcuffs with no issues. Yeah, but, take him to Burger uh, King. But, <laughs> take him to Burger King. So um, apparently this piece of shit killed his grandmother. And by the way, I don't know what went on between him and his grandmother. They could have had beef. The bitch could have deserved to die. But then he went out into an elementary school. An 18-year-old who should be, like, preparing for college went to not a high school, not the school that they went to because they're not an elementary school. They went to an elementary school class and killed 14 people. I'm going to sound like the shade room. Thoughts? <laughs> it's funny because I'm pretty sure they said that when this happened. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, it's been 19 weeks into the year and America has already seen 198 mass shootings. And it's just May. Can we push for, fi- <laughs> push for 500? Because I'm pretty sure it's going to happen because this whole thoughts and prayers bullshit that Congress keeps doing every time this shit happens is really a pain in my ass. <laughs> You're on mute. I said, and you called it. The last thing, the, the last time that we had a shooting on Friday, Thursday, the last time we had a shooting, Biden gets up uh, his crusty ass to a podium to say the same exact shit that he said yesterday. They're not going to do shit about it. They're not going to do shit about it. And you want to know why they're not going to do shit about it? Because money is involved when we talk about gun control. The NRA, gun gun lobbyists, they ain't going to do shit about it. They don't give a fuck. So they're going to keep thoughts and prayers your ass until, I don't know, until we actually do something as a whole. They're not going to do anything about it. Um... And what's sad is that the 1% holds so much power, I always, I almost wonder if, even if we were all on the same page. Ah, oh, God. Okay. So this morning, my girlfriend called me. She is a Pisces, just like me. She's literally born like a week after me. And um, exposed veins, like I said, she get, I, I literally just opened my eyes and she called. And she was drowning in tears. She is pregnant with her sixth child. She loves her child, her children more than her own life. 
And she was like, I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't want to send them to school anymore. You can't go to schools. You can't go to concerts. You can't go to movies. You can't go to what, what, like what, what, what can you do? And she was, she was bawling. She was like, they're babies, Sid. Those are babies. Parents dropped their kids off at school and they never were able to pick them up again. I started to bawl. I, 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 and this is the part that's really scary because this is a pattern. It's a pattern. It is a constant pattern. And like Aaron said earlier, there is a 198 mass shootings that have already been seen. People are like, oh, that's not possible. That's not real. My girl just told me about a shooting in a supermarket locally. This tells you they don't report every fucking mass shooting, dirter. I literally had a person be like, well, the last mass shooting was like maybe a year ago. I need you to Google. Just, 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 just. Now that they saying all shooting, trying to all lives matter the situation. Well, you know, it happens all it happens. Oh. <laughs> and the sad part is because I saw a tweet and this is so fucked up. It says during active shooter drills at my wife's school, kindergartners closest to the classroom door are taught to throw things in the air and wave their arms around. This is done to buy time for their classmates to escape. Instead of gun control, they are taught to sacrifice themselves in case this happens. This is where we're at. Sacrifice some of the classmates so that others can escape. Instead of doing common sense gun control. And they were just trying to pass a law just the other day trying to get stricter gun control so we could actually have mental evaluations for people who are trying to purchase a gun. That bill died. That bill died. And I'm wondering how bills like this can die when we're literally having 198 mass shootings in 19 weeks. Look, it even says um, another tweet. As a preschool teacher, I was taught to separate my students into different groups in my room so one group might be shot and another might make it. Preschoolers. This is what they have when they do these, these practice drills. They practice some students may have to get killed so that the other students can escape. The fuckery. I'm going to read a little bit of this... Uh little bit of this article, which is pinned for anyone who wants to read it. The 10 people killed and additional three injured make this weekend's racially motivated attack at Buffalo, New York supermarket, the deadliest mass shooting of the year in the United States. This, by the way, was written before yesterday. Just put that out there. It is also the 198th mass shooting in 2022, which I think is now gone up to 199 because of yesterday. With just over 19 weeks into the year, this averages out to about 10 such weeks, 10 such attacks a week. 10 attacks a week. 
The tally comes from the Gun Violence Archive, an independent data collection organization. The group defines a mass shooting as an incident in which four or more people are shot or killed, excluding the shooter. The full list of mass shootings in 2022 can be found there. Prior to the Buffalo attack, the largest scale mass shooting this year was at a car show in Dumas, Arkansas on March 19th, and the attacker killed one person and injured 27. <sighs> 10 mass shootings a week. They're not reporting everything, dum-dum. Not on a national level. So the last shooting wasn't just, oh my God. I gotta get out of here. This is, this is rough, yo. This is fucking rough. And I'm so, and, and I was, and I, and I said it this morning, I know that we built this country, but real talk, they can have that shit. They can have it. I don't want it. Take it. It's straight. It's straight. I'm sorry. We're going to be the we reason for. We're going to be the reason for our own demise. If we, when we don't go extinct, up. when we go extinct, this is why hell. Like I said, why the fuck would aliens want to invade us? We're killing each other already. Like why the fuck would they want to take over this world when we we're doing the work for them? And then when we all die out, that's when they'll come. <laughs> no, for real. They're literally waiting for us to die out. To be like, oh, we and and honestly, even after we die out, for what we're have gonna be done to the earth, will they still want this shit? I doubt it. No, that's the look, Earth is ghetto. They're gonna lock the doors as soon as they as soon as they fly by it. Like, girl, no ma'am. <laughs> click, click. Like going into a bad neighborhood. It's like driving through Liberty City is the same thing as coming to Earth. <laughs> and that's just the truth. But yeah, um, Fuck Joe Biden's dumbass for this whole thoughts and prayers bullshit. Y'all know I don't like the thoughts and prayers shit. You're not going to pray. That shit doesn't work. You're not going to pray about the 200th mass shooting this year. And here it is, just May. You're not going to pray about that shit. That shit doesn't work. It's still happening. Congress ain't going to give a damn about it. They, they worried about the gun lobbyists. Nothing's going to happen about it. I guarantee you, what day is it? Wednesday? By Friday, we're going to be moving on to something else. And you would think that with all the thoughts and prayers, you would think like after the 200th time that you've had to go ahead and put your knees to the ground in the last 19 weeks that you'd actually want to avoid the shooting. Because prayer's not working. And then it's, I, it's really fucked, it really fucks me up because I'm seeing people tweet, well, y'all have to understand it was their time to go and God saw something in them. You're not gonna. You're not gonna do that right now. Like, I'm not trying to hear that shit. Wow. I'm seeing literally like these fucking dumbasses tweet. Oh well, God works in mysterious ways, and it was their time to go. <sighs> I'm not even gonna say what I really want to say because stereo might ban me. I, I, ooh, yeah. I feel like that's why I feel like I'm being so quiet on my end because I'm trying to figure out what to say that's not going to ban me because at this point it's burned the whole thing to the fucking ground since you guys don't fucking care anymore. And, and my homegirl that called me this morning, she's Canadian. She is now going about getting her children their dual citizenship. She's now officially trying to get the fuck out of here. Hmm. I feel like that's where we should all be. 
especially those of us whose parents are not from this place, we got to figure out where the fuck we're going. We got to figure out where the fuck we're going. Before it's too with, with late. A quickness. Can't go to a grocery store. You can't go to a concert. You can't go to a movie theater. You can't go to school. You can't go to church. You, or you, you, you What can and we honestly, do? You honestly can't even stay home. You can't even be sleeping in your own bed. Bruh. Girl, it's a mess. Rest in peace, Breonna Taylor. My God. It's just not safe for us here. It's not safe for us here, and it's never going to be safe for us here. And whether they are shooting us in schools or in uh, grocery stores or whatever, uh, they are killing us in hospitals, they're arresting us and killing us, they will figure out a way to stamp us out. I need to get the fuck out of here. It's only 12% of the U.S. is fucking black people. We need to get the fuck out of here. Let them choke on their seasonless chicken, and we can move on about our fucking lives. <sighs> white people, white people and their guns. White, I, I have a feeling. Actually, I, I feel like this is the fact. Black people and white people view guns and use guns for totally different reasons. This is why we have things like the Black Panthers and all that. We use it for self-preservation. They see they have so many fucking guns. It's like they they're scared shitless, to be honest, and they use it as power. They see these guns that they want to hold on to. It's, it makes them feel so powerful and feel so controlling. That's what they're so fucking... You're going to take my guns away. They see power in their fucking guns. White people. And they're using it and haven't wanted for totally different reasons for why us niggas want guns. A hundred percent. And just like the NRA will always go up for a George Zimmerman, they don't go up for uh, black women who decide to go ahead and defend their home and kill an assailant. NRA was gone. Ain't nobody showed up. Isn't these the gun laws that you want to uphold? She defended herself. Where the fuck are you? Meanwhile, she's in jail. George Zimmerman is literally was able to sell the gun that he shot Trayvon Martin with. Well, I I didn't hear that. I'm not surprised though. Signing rebel flags like he's doing pop-up shows. I'm sure they're calling him a hero too. And uh, you know they're calling him a hero. The NRA completely uplifted George Zimmerman. Do you don't you remember? That shit was crazy. This is my point. This has been going on. We have been dying. We have never been safe. When are we going to realize it and get the fuck out? What's holding us here? I would love to know. And and also, I just want to put out there, just because we're leaving the U.S. does not mean that we're going to go to some place or it's going to be some fucking utopia where nobody ever has to think about race. Not saying that. That's not because that's impossible. Mm-hmm. White supremacy is injected into the vein of the world. However, statistically, I would live. Self-preservation is right now is just key as far as I'm concerned. That's it. I'm sorry. We got to get the fuck out of here. I don't. I don't want to kumbaya. I don't want to march. I don't want to protest. I don't want to. I don't want to do any of that shit. I want to get the fuck out. 
Like, honestly, accomplices, people who happen to be white, if you want to help, you need to donate to me to figure out how the fuck I'm going to get out the fuck out of this country. Mm -hmm. That's what you can do. That's what you can do for black people in this country. You want to help? Get us the fuck out of here. Because even though white supremacy is global, I guarantee you, I won't be worried about going to Walmart in a different country getting shot the fuck up. If that capitalist post piece of shit is even there. Right. <sighs> Keep thinking this is a, an American dream to be here. Keep thinking that this is a democracy and all that other these other lies that they told you. And listen, we used to hear those lies on a regular basis because our parents are not from this country. Mm. They came here for the American dream. Mm. That's literally what they came here for. So all of these immigrants um, who have come over here, I just want to let you know, baby, you might have been safer back where you was. Right. Because they done fucked up so much shit over here. It... It's no point in even trying to. But if it's not safer, and this and the U.S. is really safer for you than where you come from, we have a lot of fucking work to do, guys. But it's even then, like, yes, it'll still be way safer if we're not here. But the U.S. is an imperialist oligarch; they stay taking resources from all sorts of countries and doing what they got to do to slaughter and doing what they got to do to get those resources. But colonization is what they do so going to other places where they don't belong and taking shit that's not theirs is literally ancestral for them god forbid if the country is leaning towards socialism uh uh-uh, the u.s ain't gonna let that happen they can't fucking mind their own fucking business yeah and i don't have time to wait on somebody else to go and get their shit together i want to be safe today right and i promise you i am moving to vegas in october and at, and when i move and get settled the next move is going to be out of the u.s I don't want to do this shit no more. I'd rather be buck naked and fucking um, milking goats and laying in the sunshine. Uh, I, I, I could be okay. Y'all's idea of luxury and my idea of luxury is not the same. Either. It's, just, it's just fucking truth. Okay. Well, take me back to before colonization in Africa when we was just free to do what the fuck we wanted to do. Without persecution, without death. <laughs> I just, I, I'm really, I'm literally running out of words. Because it happens so much. We're running, it happens so much. It's like, it's the same. We're running out of words because it happens every fucking day. 10 a week. It's happening more than every day. Sometimes it's happening twice a day. 10 a week. Thoughts and prayers. Girl, y'all keep praying. for Y'all better pray to white God, light-skinned God, whoever the fuck God you praying mm-hmm. to. If y'all keep doing that dumbass shit and you seeing this shit ain't working. Sky Daddy don't give a fuck about you. I don't know, I don't know what has to happen in order for you to realize that. Black people, um, I feel black people, y'all's re- religious shit is making y'all very soft. Mm. let's let's talk about it this whole oh well god saw something in my child thank god for protecting my child when this when the school was shot up okay so did he not see anything in the other children that were killed 
And oh. then and then if they are killed, you will hear people say, Oh, it was their time to go. God saw something in them. So you pick and choose when God works and when he doesn't. That shit be fucking blowing me, dying. Because they really will say that. Oh, I'm so glad that my child, God protected my child. So God saw fit to protect your child and not the other innocent children. Does it sound so like a, Oh, he saw something special. Oh, so, okay, so these other kids that was killed, was there nothing special about them? Doesn't sound like your God is all powerful like y'all like, 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 like to say he is. You know what? It reminds me of that scene in Euphoria. And I don't remember who Rue was talking to. But she was saying, man, I fucking hate when people say that your dad died for a reason. There's got to be, there's just a, a bigger reason. Or God took him. She was like, how fucking dare you? Saw fit to give my father cancer, the one man that really loved me. And you sought to make me watch him literally whittle away and die in front of my fucking eyes. That's what God wanted. I just I don't know I feel like and that might this may piss some people off black folks but I really don't give a damn Christianity is holding y'all back it's keeping y'all from getting anything done to be honest like y'all y'all can't even you're not even strong enough to be able to question who taught you this religious shit in the first place where did it come from the roots of Christianity because I'm not going to be committed to any religion that is not committed to ending white supremacy. And my thing is like, how can you go ahead and use a book as a badge of honor that rationalizes slavery and rape? Girl, well, y'all, y'all take it out of context. Once again, you picking and choosing what you want to hear and what you don't. Either you're going to claim all the good, you're going to claim all the bad too, because you can't, this whole cherry picking shit, it's just not going to work. Claim it all. I'm not even going to lie. I am. I'm so fucking exhausted. And I'm so fucking tired. And I know we all are. I know we all are. But the one thing that we can do to keep ourselves safe is leave here. I'm sick and tired of being like, oh, we well, we can vote our way into a good position. We can achieve our way into a good position. We can get enough money and then we won't be in this position. As if, as if your color protects you. Your color don't protect you. <laughs> I'm sorry, just because you have money. ASAP Rocky, Lil Wayne, doesn't mean your skin color protects you because ASAP Rocky learned real quick when he went out of the country. Real quick. That his skin color mattered. Because guess what? They don't know you over there, bitch. Mm. Yeah, we got to get out of here. Uh, black people, neither party, Democrat or Republican, was made for you. Um, so you can keep saying vote blue no matter who all you want to. You're still going to see shit like this happen. And black and brown folks still going to be get, getting killed. I'm sorry yeah, for me. But... Go ahead. I'm not... I'm not really the type to, um, I think it's kind of, it can be kind of anti-black too. I'm not going to be telling black folks, see, that's the problem. Y'all ain't get y'all black asses out to the booths and get y'all asses up and go vote. We know this system wasn't made for us. So how, it just doesn't make any damn sense to me be saying, get y'all asses up to go vote for a system that wasn't designed for us in the first place. 
They just did that so they can put a band-aid on a broken bone so that we can shut the hell up. But when we know who they're really talking about, when I talked to my constituents and we did what's best for the American people, the American, it ain't us. The solution is leaving. The solution, this, it won't be the solution to racism. It won't be the solution to be living in um, a lot of capitalistic societies, but at least we'll be alive. Yeah, I can go and to this, the, I can go to fucking Walmart. I can go to the fucking movies and I have to worry about getting shot up by white Christian missionaries. Girl, oh I ain't got God. time. <laughs> Ooh, did I say that? Yes, you did because it's true. Yes, you did because it's motherfucking true. Let's get into this some of these messages and then we are going to uh move on and I'll be honest, I just can't find any more words to say. I can't. We 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 just did this Friday. How spent am I supposed to be every fucking day emotionally? I already work from home. I don't have a car. I get everything delivered. I'm scared. That's it. I'm just scared. I went out last night with my girlfriends to a little Mexican restaurant, and I just remember thinking, no, we need to be near the front door. No, we can't sit over here. We need to be able to see who's coming and going. We had, like, mm. I can't. I'm policing everything on myself before anybody can police or kill me. <sighs> All right. Miss so New Orleans. Hey, Aaron. Hey, Sid. Thank y'all so much. Like, I'm so fucking pissed off. Mm. I will go with this shit on my brain. I'm at work. I should be doing things, but I woke up with this on my brain. Thank y'all so much for talking about this because me and my friends sat up to like one o'clock in the morning, like literally crying in a fucking chat. Mm. Because the shit is fucking, it's exhausting. It's the fucking exhausting. And what's more exhausting is I don't always be on this app, but I get on this app. And for a whole fucking two weeks, men sat on this motherfucking app dragging black women from not being upset that Kevin Samuels died. And I have yet to see those same men. Mention or even talk about the 10 innocent black people that lost their lives. Mm. Mm. Say that shit. Elementary school shooting with these innocent fucking kids. When we went to bed last night, it was 15 kids and four teachers. The fucking body count when I wake up this morning is still fucking climbing. Mm. The body count is still climbing and I have yet to hear these same people that was on here going back and forth arguing about motherfucking Kevin Samuels for two fucking weeks mention any of this shit. They are more concerned with Kevin Samuels dying and motherfucking Will and Jada, whether Will love Jada or whether Jada Will need to leave Jada or Jada love Will. Like what the fuck is going on here? What is going on here? Like, oh, Lord Jesus, just, who come get me? Somebody come get me. The Martians, the motherfucking aliens, just come get me. Like, this shit is fucking tiresome. This shit is tiresome.
Girl, listen, she's right. The numbers are going up. I don't. I think it's at nineteen now, but um, yeah. The uh, the Kevin Samuelites, they are holding us back. Black people, they're holding they're holding us back. Hoteps, whatever you want to call it, I don't give a fuck. Um, I, I just saw that we have an asteroid around. It's probably not going to hit us, but I'm kind of hoping that it does. If that's the case, I will be hosting a watch party at my place, the asteroid watch party. Because I'm ready. We got to get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Bro, I'm trying so hard to keep it together right now. Um, because we, we're, we're all going through it. We're all frustrated. We're all powerless to change anything. <sighs> the bunny life. Good morning. So where do you guys plan on going? I'm just curious. Um, uh, anywhere else, but, but here, <laughs> um, anywhere else I, hear but some, there, I hear that there's some beautiful places in uh, Mexico that a lot of black people are moving to. I think it's called Valaharta. I, I, I know I'm pronouncing it fucked up, but, um, uh, there's a lot of places. People are going to Bali. People are going to Canada. People are going to all kinds of places where just the, the shooting rate is just lower. Low as <laughs> fuck. Went to, listen, the UK is racist as fuck, but they don't have mass shootings. They don't even let the cops carry guns. The cops don't even carry guns. Right. <laughs> this, this is mind-blowing to me. Oh, <sighs> miss. So New Orleans. And it's emotionally draining. And I got emotional because my niece, she loves Walmart. Like she goes in Walmart, she's 14 years old, and she buys all these little things that young teenage girls buy when they go to Walmart. And when I tell you her mama called and she was upset because now my 14-year-old niece is afraid to go in a fucking grocery store. She's afraid to go in the grocery store. She says she don't want to go to school because what if something happens to her while she's at school? She's oh afraid God. to go to the fucking grocery store. Like this shit is oh Lord. Like it's and 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 with oh like I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I can't. Oh man. <laughs> How fucking devastating. Oh my goodness. Wilton. What is wrong with these people? What is wrong with these people? Shooting. Like, I don't understand it. Like, why are they shooting? Children. <laughs> why people are just crazy about their guns? It, it doesn't make no damn sense. Oh. Can you can you imagine the trauma these kids um, have to grow up with? Like, uh, <sighs> I'm with y'all. I'm leaving. I'm buying some land somewhere, and I'm out. And then, and then, for men to be like, "Why is the birth rate going down? Women ain't reproducing. Why the fuck would I want to bring a child to this fucked up place?" It's the selfishness for me. Y'all put y'all so you don't even think about all the shit that's going on. Oh, well, black women ain't reproducing. People, this generation don't want to have kids. Hell the fuck no. So they, they can be killed on week two? So they can bury a child? 
the, I'm sorry, that's the most unnatural shit in the world. I don't give a fuck what anybody has to say. For a parent to have to bury their child, that shit, that's not fucking natural. I don't give a fuck what's going on. I'm sorry. We're going to move on because we have to. And I mean that for the show and for life. Like I said, the solution is leaving. I'm not fighting for any of this shit no more. Okay. That's literally it. Like, that's the only option. Either, two options. Either get the fuck out or a revolution. That's the only two. What, what else is there? Fuck. All right. We're going to listen to this last message, and we are going to get into misogyny versus misandry. Wilton. Aaron, it is true. A lot of white people, they, um, they definitely love their goons, especially a lot of white people I work with. They love going hunting. And there's one guy, he, make, he makes guns for a living on the side. They love, their, they love some guns. They getting they prepared, and we're not. Uh, white, white people are crazy about their guns because it empowers them. They feel power behind it. And it, black people and white people view guns, have guns for very different reasons. Black people usually have it for self-preservation and, again, to defend ourselves against the system. For example, the Black Panthers. White people view and, guns as like, they're scared. White people are scared. They're scared as fuck. And they see guns as like able to like have so much power in it and control that's why they have like fucking 10 goddamn shotguns hung up on their wall when you walk into their homes and all this other crazy dumbass shit. They see it as power. So don't let them, because I hear all the time, well, black people have guns too. Bitch, we use it because, again, in case y'all asses want to act out of line. Oof. Child. All right. So let's talk about misogyny versus misandry. Um, I'll be honest. This is going. This is probably one of the toughest shows that I think I've had to to do because I am. I'm fucking spent. <laughs> I am emotionally spent for real, for real. Um, but let's go ahead and get into it. Now, the reason why I decided to choose this topic is because I have just been scrolling. Um, and just looking at all of these disgusting comments, just in general. And I realized that misogyny and misandry are very fucking different things. Because when we talk about misogyny, we're talking about a whole system of oppression. Because it stems from patriarchy. And think about it. When we talk about misogyny, the things that, that misogynists say and the things that misandrists say are very different. A person who is a misandrist has been oppressed by a lot of different men in their life, and now they just hate men, right? When men are misogynists, they're literally paying heed to a system. Well, guess what? You're supposed to be the woman at home. The system supports me in this. You need to be there. There's a reason why women didn't even get fucking bank accounts to the 70s. I feel like we're forgetting. Mm. Um... 
So, and then a, a lot of times when you talk about misandry, a woman is talking about trauma. A woman is talking about pain. She's talking about how somebody pretended to be everything that she ever wanted just to go ahead and abuse her. It's very different to me. And I don't feel, and I feel like it's the, one of the weirdest false equivalencies because women can't oppress men. Let me tell you something. When women start killing men in mass, then we can to go ahead and pretend that misandry is a thing. Because at this point, I don't even feel like it's real because you're weaponizing a woman's trauma against herself and saying, guess what? I can't believe that you went through all these things and they affected you and you don't like men anymore. Word. Another example, well, kind of, that can relate to that is when I hear straight people say, oh, well, you're just heterophobic. You just hate straight people. Okay, if that was the case, think about why queer people don't like straight people and the shit that we go through on an everyday basis. Think about why. <laughs> it's a response to homophobia. Thank we're not, you. We're not, uh, you're not um, losing any benefits from this system that, because of your straightness. We're not doing any harm by our existence. So this whole, oh, gay people are bullies and heterophobia is the heterophobic agenda. Okay, girl, sure. And think about why we have it to begin with. Okay, and this and then for white people. Oh my god, Aaron doesn't like white people. Think about why black people say some shit about oh I'm sick of white people. White people get on my nerves. Think about the root of why black people in this fucking country is saying that to begin with before you quit to call a black person a racist. Which we know is impossible. We can be agents of white supremacy, can't be racist. We can be prejudiced. We can be prejudiced. We can be prejudiced, but we don't have the hegemonic power to actually be racist against anybody. Racism is about power. Stop. Oppression, oppression, no matter what it is, whether it's uh, sexual orientation, colorism, racism, misogyny, oppression always works from the top down, not the other way around. And if it is, if you're experiencing prejudice from the bottom, it's because of the, it's because of the top, which created all of that. So yes, if you hear me say, I'm fucking sick of straight people and you want to call me heterophobic, okay, then sure. Think about why I'm saying that to begin with after someone just called me a faggot yesterday. Bruh. Oh, you're heterophobic. Word? How many times did Aaron have to be called the F word? How many times did, did they have to be called a, a, a sissy or, or all this other bullshit and you don't think that's going to give a little resentment, bitch? <laughs> Are you, are you let me stop let me stop uh, <laughs> eddie's voice i just had to say hello <laughs> hey bro. hey eddie we missed you hey yes man hey aaron i have a question about what, what you were just saying i didn't get the part where you hate heterosexuals i i didn't understand your point of view i totally understand why uh black people hate white people i yeah i've done my research on that i'm an arab so yeah. we really don't know anything that's happening in the history of the u.s unless we study it and i've studied it as part of my studies at university so i i know the the reasons and the history behind that but with heterosexual and and, and homosexuals i don't really quite 
understand the conflict. Okay. So if you can explain it furthermore, I would really appreciate that. Yeah, of, of course. So um, there's this new trend going on from straight people saying that the LGBT community or being bullies or the LGBT community just hate straight people as if we're like going out of our way to oppress them as if when we know that that has happened to us all this time and it's still happening to us. So excuse me if I'm, you know, kind of resistant to go to straight spaces like that or hang around straight men like that or say things like, I just don't trust straight people like that because I'm, I'm still seeing, they still think that we want to change their kids and then when I say that they're not homophobic, it's so much to it. And and uh, oh, and also, I just wanted to also point out another reason why um, this is an issue is because there's a lot of straight people literally telling Aaron and myself that we just hate straight people and refusing to listen to our experiences with straight people to understand why there might be some resentment. And we also have to understand that, especially for black queer people, we're dying in the streets right now in droves. At this mm -hmm. point, they're not even counting. You've got black trans women who are being murdered every day. They are disappearing. And then they have the audacity to be like, oh, well, you just hate straight folks. Well, straight people are killing us. You got to understand why I may have a little bit of resentment. And that's. Uh, and that resentment is looked at as racism or it's looked at as, oh, well, you're heterophobic, which is not a fucking thing. Because at the, because you have to remember, this is a system and we are on, and we're on the bottom. So when we have resentment towards something or we decide we don't like something, it's usually because of past trauma and experiences that have mm -hmm. made it somewhere it's not, you don't feel safe. It's like a woman who really doesn't want have anything to do with men. You don't know her experiences with men. You have mm -hmm. to be able to understand why she may not ever, ever in her life want to be around men. Mm. You don't get to call her a hateful bitch because you don't know her story. That's what I'm saying. You know, I hope that gave you a little bit, a little yeah. bit more clarity. Um, we do have some videos that I want to go ahead um, and play. Uh, I, we just got one last message in here to Money Life. So after looking over the list of uh, shootings that you have posted, it does seem that a lot of the states repeat themselves. Um, and there are some states that aren't even listed on that list. So uh, for anybody who wants to move somewhere where they don't have mass shootings up until now this year, there are places apparently in this country where you can go. And I'm just going to say that fear, you can choose to be fearful in your life and you can choose to be scared or you can choose not to be scared. I've lived through Paris attacks in the subways of Paris, nail bombs. I've lived through 9-11. I was in high school when Columbine happened and they gave us the day off. They announced it over the speakers. Um... Yeah, fear is not an option. I'm going to. Mm, I am going to because I am in a state, I'm not going to. I'm going to try my best not to bite your head off. <laughs> right now, I really am. So you know, she, you listen you know really, she's the queen of gaslighting. Listen, we're not. I just I need you to understand something. Just because you've gone through something and you are somehow better and stronger or what have you for it doesn't mean that you get to tell other people with experiences completely different from your own. You cannot tell them that guess what fear isn't an option.
And I also want to tell you, if you love it so much, stay here. Stay here. I'm not. And you're also not going to go ahead and gaslight me and make me think that being afraid is a wrong thing to do. 198 mass shootings in how many months? 19 weeks? Mm-hmm. These states Let's, these states that you're talking about that haven't had a shooting yet, I guarantee you it's going to happen very, very soon. <laughs> it's only a matter of time. Do you know what country you're in? Yeah, you sound, white people say the same thing. Well, you can't let fear, yeah, yeah, you're black, but you can make it too, just like I did. I worked for what I had to get. Stop saying that dumb ass shit. Your privilege jumped uh, out. Oh my God, it's a system. A bunch of black people just died in a fucking grocery store. You've got little girls who don't want to go to fucking Walmart no more. They don't want to go to school anymore because they feel unfucking safe. Are you serious with that insensitive bullshit? Yeah, we're gonna go. We're gonna move on. Anyway, <laughs> so back to misogyny and misandry. And and listen, if you don't like it, bitch, please get the fuck off here. Get the fuck off here. Get the fuck off here. Suck a dick and get the fuck off here. I'm not in the mood. Oh my god. Ooh. Sorry. Anyway. When we are talking about um, misogyny uh, versus misandry, I feel like even using verses is a false equivalence. Like I really shouldn't have even did that because they're they're not even in competition. Mm. Do, do you see what I'm saying? Um, so we do have um, a video that I do want to go ahead and play or two videos that I want to play. And um, I want y'all's thoughts. I'm going to sound like the shade room. Thoughts? <laughs> Oh, yeah, let's do it. I've actually already given this example, but for a different subject, and I'll tag you in that video. So if a woman shows prejudice or anger towards a man simply for him being a man, that is not misandry. That is the effect of misogyny. Wait, what? A woman would not have prejudice or anger towards all men if she did not experience misogyny from some men. So her anger or prejudice is the effect. The cause of that anger and prejudice are men being misogynistic towards her. It just so happens because it's a prejudice that now she holds it against all men based on her negative experiences with men. And this goes way back to the beginning. Men were in power first in a patriarchal society. Women had to earn their power over time and they still don't have all the power that they should. You cannot oppress the oppressor. So me being a man, that doesn't oppress women. If a woman hates me for being a man, I'm gonna blame misogynist, not her. Patriarchy wants to preserve men. So it teaches men to blame women rather than taking accountability for other men. I take it on racists. I'll take on incels and misogynists, come on. Mm. he put it so simply he just put it so simply and i really appreciate that for real uh yasmin oh sorry for my late reply but i had to like just i'm gonna add something um i totally understand where you're coming from your feelings are very valid even though i do not understand you as homosexuals because i am heterosexual but but of course, everything that you've been through is valid. Your feelings are valid. And and even your negative feelings toward the heterosexuals and the heterosexual society is also valid. Just like, for example, my feelings as a woman um, who was uh, objectified and, and mm. used when I was a child by mm. pedophiles. Yeah. My hurt and my anger towards men is also valid. 
So I understand that point of view, of course. I I really appreciate you sharing that with us. And if nobody has ever said, I'm sorry that that's something that you went through. I'm so fucking sorry. Jesus, we can't catch a break. And then we look about the set and we look at the essay rate and we see that what it was, what was it? One in three women have been sexually assaulted. And that's in the US. I don't even know what's going on in the country that Yasmin is in. Mm -hmm. Ooh. We do have um, one last video uh, that I want to go ahead and play for you guys. So as a lot of you know, I like to tussle on this app and on Twitter. And so sometimes people ask me why I don't go after women who hate men with the same energy as I go after men who hate women. And it's pretty simple. I'm 30. I've lived a long life. I've done a lot of things. And so I've been around both groups as a sex worker and as someone in the military. And usually when I hang around women who hate men, they'll make jokes about, you know, how men can't find the clit. They'll share their personal experiences and just talk about why men suck. And it's, it's a fun time, to tell you the truth. But when I was around men who hated women in the military they talk and joke about assaulting murdering and violating women which is not fun and this is why the words misandry and misogyny will never be on the same level and they'll continue not to be until women start killing groups of men because they're denied something that they thought they were owed because they view the other person as an object rather than a human so yeah i'm sorry that a woman was mean to you on twitter I guess. Perfectly said. I feel like it's crazy when we talk about, you know, where we're going to go because we have to be so fucking selective specifically as black queer folks, because there could be a place that's safer for black people, but it's completely unsafe for gay people. Mm -hmm. Like, I believe that South Africa is the only country in Africa where um, gay marriage is legalized, they can adopt, they can do whatever the fuck they want. Um, so it's like part of me when I was thinking about going back someplace, I mean, what about Ghana? I have to do research because Jesus in Nigeria, if if uh, me and Aaron are found out, we go to jail for 20 years. Possibly killed. But, oh, well, I mean, listen, the, the, the jail's the best option. Yeah. But, but let's, let's be honest. Um, and it's crazy how, like, I have to think about when I go someplace, is it going to be safe for a black queer woman? Mm. This is why we talk about intersectionality as much as we do, because we can go to a place that is safe for one part of our identities and not safe for the others. I, I need y'all to be very clear. Like, I need you to also notice your privilege, especially if you are heterosexual. You don't have to go to another country and be like, are they going to persecute me for who I'm bringing with me on this trip? Mm-hmm. Because, girl, listen, I hear a lot of cishet black men, straight black men talk on this app, talk about, yeah, we as black people, we got to go back to the motherland. We got to go back to our roots. I'm like, okay, but is that going to include people like me in Sydney? Oh, oh, but wait, you see our queerness is a white thing, so you're not talking about us. But you also said that oh, you're yeah, pro-black. we died as a leader. <laughs> that, that's, that's basically what they're saying. Oh, well, if you die, it doesn't matter. It was like the other day where there was this white senator talking about uh, the infant mortality rate. And this man literally said, well, if we take out black women, our infant mortality rate is actually quite comparable to everybody else's. 
<laughs> did you did you hear what I said? Wow. Did you did you did you hear what I said? <laughs> okay. They don't look at us as people. And now we have to go ahead and try and do the research to find a place that is safe for all of our identities. Not compliments our identities. This isn't for fucking style, bitch. I want to breathe and live and love who I want and be able to move about my life. So if I have a wife or a girlfriend, like, oh my God, y'all, y'all bitches, y'all bitches, y'all bitches. I can't, I can't. Misogyny and misandry are never going to be on the same level. Misogyny is literally an oppressive state that comes from patriarchy, another agent of white supremacy, which means it's a system and here to oppress women, period. Misandry is a response to misogyny. And once again, once again, this goes for other topics like this whole, oh my God, black people are racist or reverse racism is real. Doesn't exist. And it's a response to the system which white people benefit from and have always benefited from and had the power to overthrow it if they wanted to. Oh my goodness. So I'm not going to feel, you're not going to have me uh, white people, you're not going to have me feel guilty for saying I'm sick of white people because I am. If you want to call me racist because of that, instead of doing your research as to why black people say things like that, why black people are not patriotic and all these other things, and that's on you. So sadly, an update, I was just sent um, a picture of the shooter's Instagram. I don't know how anybody didn't know this was going to happen. He's got tactical gear. Yeah. Yeah. I just got my, my, my bestie just sent it to me. Send it to me. So he had it all planned out and put it on his Instagram. I just sent it to you on WhatsApp. Do you see this shit? He's got ammos and weapon and tactical gear all over his shit. Holy shit. It was like something I'm calling, dude. (laughs) Do you see? Do you? Oh my God. Oh my God. Just burn it down, man. Yeah, sadly, it's not just about sexual assault. And I'm sorry for um, talking while you're talking again. But uh, it's not just sexual assault. Honestly, from the country that I am in, I'm from Jordan. Um, It's not so bad. It's getting better. But the problem is in many, many areas. Women are getting killed for simply falling in love and trying to explore their se- themselves. So it's quite complicated here. And uh, last time, a woman got killed because um, because her father because he didn't give her father the money that she made. So he killed her, and then he sat beside her body and he drank tea until the police came to take them, and and she died. <laughs> And it it's heartbreaking because it's uh it's just not fair. I'm so I I'm blown. Yasmin. And I really appreciate you. Thank you so much for your kind words. Thank you so much for being vulnerable in this moment. Um, This is, this is what this platform is for. And oh my God. Okay. So we're not going to Jordan. 
Oh, oh my, oh my, oh my God. My heart just breaks. I'm so sorry. Queen China. <laughs> Not me killing bitch. Did you just say what I think you just said? Take out the black women and it's not that bad. <laughs> oh, yeah. The infomer tattoo is really not that bad. If you just like take out black women and maybe indigenous women and like any other women of color, but definitely black women. If you take out black women, we're doing super good. <laughs> You want us to stay, bitch? You're out of your fucking. You want me to have a bait? Yo. Mm -mm, mm -mm, mm -mm. Girl. Queen. Hey, Aaron. He said, I'm sorry. I'm just. I don't want to say hi. Cause I miss y'all. How y'all doing? Um. Period. We miss you too. And it's not going good, bitch. <laughs> it's not going good, girl. It's Earth is the most ghetto it's ever been. Well, it's not the most ghetto, because, girl. But, you know, it's. it's <laughs> It's ghetto as fuck this week, cause oh my god. Listen, I mean, I think Earth, I think Earth is always ghetto, but like the U.S. is Liberty City and Compton just mashed together. This is just what it is, and it's not because of the black people. Jesus. Anyway, uh, right. Eddie, Eddie's voice. I don't know. I just heard you say something about why we're not patriotic, you know, <clears throat> and I, I'm not. But man, what did uh, that speech that Frederick Scott like? They pull apart out of it, but like I watched a YouTube video the other day where the, the guy read the whole thing, and that shit. Hmm, that's all I'm gonna say. Hmm. Listen. So we are gonna go ahead and move on to um, the next topic. This is gonna be something that comes up again. It might come up the next show. I feel like it comes up every show where we yeah. have to go ahead and talk about misogyny. <laughs> um, but I just wanted to make sure that we were all on the same play page that misandry is a false equivalence to misogyny and misandry is literally a response to being in, oppress in an oppressive state because of the system of misogyny, period. All right. Oof. You know how I hate how I hate and love to tussle with these niggas in the Facebook comments, right? Yeah. So um, I decided on this topic because this morning, and I, I I hope I didn't get tagged in nothing else because you bitches, um, went ahead and put up a post, and it was one of those very shady shade room like posts that said, "Hey, what would you do if you found out your boyfriend was homosexual?" No bashing. It's a black woman's group. I'm like, what do you fuck do you think is going to happen? That's great. Okay. So all of a sudden women are like, well, I would be fine, but I couldn't be with him anymore because I don't want to be with a man who's into men. And if I, and because they're being polite about it, nobody thinks there's no, nobody thinks there's bashing going on. I went and I put up a po post and said, yo, the homophobia in these comments is fucking disgusting. The only thing that you bitches should care about is STI results and fidelity. The fact that you care about anything else says just everything about your fucking ego and also how much you fucking hate yourself. Um, and I also want to make sure I'm letting you know that y'all are the reason that men are down low. Mm -hmm. They can't come to you and say shit. Yeah, because you're not creating a safe space for them to be vulnerable. So when you keep saying things, I need a real man. Stop being a sissy. Fuck, stop being mm -hmm. a bitch. Stop being a punk. I need a real man. 
you're not creating a, a safe space for them to be to express their feelings to you, and then you wonder why you're in the situation that because odds are biphobic women out there, you probably did sleep with a bisexual man and didn't even know it. It's not this whole this whole oh women. It's natural for women to be more sexually fluid. Men can't be that. That's the stupidest shit I ever heard. So you gonna tell me women can be bisexual and like both and explore with themselves, but men can't? Where the fuck did that like, come from? Like we didn't all come out of coochie? What the fuck are you talking? No, for real. What, what, what are you really saying right now? You know what I also think? I also think that a lot of biphobic women, and I just have to say it, y'all are very want to be very undercover with your biphobia, and it's not fooling me. I I notice a microaggression when I see it. You automatically are saying because you found out that the man has had sex with men, not currently. He's still in a faithful relationship with you, which would be the most important thing. But you're really gonna take that shit and be like, well, I can't be with you anymore. You don't think? I will forever think of that one scene in Insecure. Mm. Molly's Molly's fuck ass. I was so triggered. Yo, that, that nigga was so fine. That nigga was so fine. And you literally told this man in a club that you got broken pussy and he still called you back. Mm. But oh no, my pussy might be broken, but you've slept with men. And yeah, I'm they done. just, you can't, because they like to disguise it by saying, oh, I don't have a problem with gay people. I just can't fathom the thought of my man sucking dick. Then you have a problem with gay people. And, and why you don't you see, see a at, problem with him sucking dick? Yeah, if that's the case, why don't you see a problem with you sucking dick? You see it as a weakness. The thought of a man, another man sucking dick is a weakness, is gross to you. So yes, you have a problem with gay people. Stop with this whole, I just want my man to be a real man. Okay, so gay people aren't real men? You see how that shit works? So yes, you are homophobic if you don't want to sleep with, uh, if you can't sleep, which you probably already have, once again, and didn't even know. <laughs> because they're never going to tell your bitch ass because you're phobic. Duh. <laughs> it's not, this is, this is not like fucking calculus people. Um, and I think I'm really getting sick of the fact that the biphobia goes across all orientations. Yes. Like this is not just a straight black woman problem. Obviously we're talking about black people, but this is not just a straight black woman problem. I have had, um, uh, bisexual women, pansexual women, uh, lesbian women, go ahead and tell me straight up, um, especially the lesbian woman, she'll be like, oh, if you've been with a man, I can't want you. I only date gold star lesbians. Or the pansexuals will go ahead and have no problem fucking me, but if they find out that their uh, boyfriend has had sex with a man, they're going to drop him like a, a, a hot potato. That don't seem hypocritical to you, bitch. You, ju- you, ju- you just had your whole pussy in my mouth. That don't seem... That don't seem like you don't see. Okay, Ooh. girl. Tito burrito. Hey, Tito. Uh huh. Yeah, cause you know they don't want to buy a guy, but then if a hetero straight guy asks for a threesome, the first thing they're gonna do to swing it back on him is say, "Well, then can we get a second guy?" So what? What's 
what's the tea with that? Are you trying to play mind games? Are you trying to fuck with somebody? Like, what, what, what's the what's the deal? What's the tea? Mm. Yeah, what a, a what an awesome point because bitch, that we always going up for like we went up for Saweetie when she was like, well, yeah, I'll let him pick the nigga, but would she date a, a person who would actually have sex with a man? That's the tea. Mm. Yeah, I see right through you, hoes. I don't really give a fuck the fact that you're trying to be nice because I'm not trying to be nice. Um, I, I'm I'm done being nice to any of you bitches. Like I'm like just because you come to me in somewhat of a polite manner doesn't mean that the oppression and bigotry still isn't falling out of your fucking mouth. Like I don't know how that's supposed to work. Because I just it's just crazy. I want them to realize how they sound. I don't give a damn how nice you say it when you say things like, no offense, but I just can't date um, a bisexual man because I just can't fathom the thought of my man sleeping with other men. Okay. Well, no offense, but I can't date black people. I'm Y'all don't, you're not attractive to me. I don't like darkies. I'm not trying to be mean about it, but that's just what I like. Y'all are not attractive to me, and that's just that on that. I can't fathom being with a darkie because I don't like that. But again, I'm just being nice about it. You see how that shit works? Mm. Remember, what, remember what the fuck you said and keep that same energy. Remember that that's just his opinion, right? Listen, and they were really nice about it. And they were so, nice. But, so when Jabari tells you, oh, you're too dark for me, no offense. I just can't be with somebody so dark. That's all. I said it super nicely. Girl. Why are you so upset? That's how you fucking, oh, sorry. All right. Uh, <laughs> message, Eddie. And then it's like, we don't tell them and then they find out, right? And then we, we fucked up because we lied or we tried to like protect ourselves or even protect them. Because like once you say like, oh yeah, I've done that. It adds this extra layer of, oh, you're going to show with your friend. That's a guy. <clears throat> you better not, you know what I mean? So it's just like, Damned if you do, damned if you don't. Fucking yep. price just cut my dick off. <laughs> don't do that. I think, I think it stems from insecurity, like the fact that, oh, I just can't have you leave me for another man because what is that? That makes me not feel good about myself. And we that's because all of these phobias are very self-centered. They're very self-absorbed. The, the, the shit is like very like, oh, well, this is just about how the, whatever you did in your past affects me and how other people are going to view me being with you because you used to be with men before. Because listen, let me tell you something. I'm not going to go ahead and pretend that being with a bisexual man is easy when reference to society, but also is not being black, queer or anything fucking else. So we can't continue to use that as fucking excuses. Um, and another point that I want to make sure i put out there is like you don't even realize who you're hurting you 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 have kids you're saying all of this homophobic shit they're never gonna tell you either and they're yeah. also not gonna visit your bitch ass they're gonna wait for sunny isles to go ahead and turn you twice a day and just pay the monthly bill <laughs> that's so true like listen uh we forget that these are real people that actually this will affect and I really, and I think that people are not really realizing how much trauma they're putting people through 
um, when they go about life in this manner. Because a man decides to be vulnerable and say he likes butt play. He's never even been with a man before, but because he likes butt play, now everything is sus. Now everything is weird. Not everything, nigga, I like butt play. Shit happens, bro, stop it. <laughs> Again, <laughs> that's because society equates butt play to gayness and gayness to femininity and femininity to weakness. Yes. Yes. If if a man is getting pegged by to dear God, right? And it's a woman that's behind the strap, that's still heterosexual sex, guys. I, I don't know why that's really hard for you guys to wrap it around. And also, I just need you to understand that the fact that you're so uncomfortable, you're showing your ass. The fact that you're so uh, the fact that you're so uncomfortable with it, like oh I can't do that. That's just and then you want to hide behind preference. That same colorist black man who you want to drag for dear God, who's also hiding behind preference. You're no fucking better. Mm. I need you to be real. Like you are no better than any other colorist or bigot in the fucking world. You're one of them. And just because you have an intersectional di identity does not get you away from that fact. Because mm. there's gay people who are like, there's, there's, there are certain men who, if they're dating a guy and they've been with a woman, they don't want it. No, nope. mm -hmm. you're not about to leave me for no woman. You're not yep. about to do that to me. Listen, this biphobic shit goes all the way in every fucking circle. I don't even care what the identity is. There's going to be biphobia within that community. Yeah, and I also, I just really want us to get out of this Oh, well, it's just natural for women to be more fluid with their sexuality. Men can't do that because, see, women, we're emotional, so it's okay for us to do it. That's the stupidest shit I ever heard. I really want us to get out of that, oh, well, since I'm a girl, I can be more fluid, but I need a real man. I promise you, it's a shit ton of fluid as fuck men, I, black men. Because, look, I'm about to spill some tea. Let me sit up. Hold on. Oh, shit. <laughs> Because, I, look, I ain't going to say no names on this app, but, girl, if y'all on stereo, you know that it'd be some Israelites on this app talking about black gay men and how homosexuals is breaking out of the black family. Let me tell you, because, girl, I might show you some, if I still have it, these DMs. A couple of these Israelites on this app have uh, inboxed me to send them some ass pics. So you are not going to sit here and tell me that, oh, black men can't be sexually fluid. That's only a black woman thing. That's a woman thing. I get DMs from these niggas all the fucking time. I rest my case. Oh my God. <laughs> Listen, and, and, I, and obviously me and Aaron um, we're, would never out anybody, but let's be real. The sexual fluidity is there. It's very much there, but you're just not a safe place for a person to explain that to you. And that's really what it boils down to because sexuality is a spectrum. We keep believing that there's like a either or when it can be everything in between. Stop it. Oof. I, and I also just wanna say, I just wanna concentrate just for two seconds on the biphobia just within the queer community. Nigga, shouldn't we know better? You would think so. 
I'm so ashamed of y'all dusty asses. There's been so many times where I really liked a girl, but I just refused to lie. And I used to, but I would get caught up. So I stopped doing it. <laughs> but when it came to women who I was really interested in, I would never tell them that I had ever been with men. Ever. I would just straight up lie because otherwise they wouldn't give me a chance. They wouldn't even look at me twice. They'd be like, well, bitch, you're confused. Mm. How am I? You sound like the one confused. Did you hear what I said? Do you know straight people said, have said and are still saying that we're confused just for being queer? So the nerve of you to say that you're just confused because you're bisexual. Oh, my God. You don't see. You don't it's see just the face. Good I'm, morning, I'm... Sid. Good morning, Aaron. Good morning, listeners. Yeah, so um, just a little disclosure here. Uh, my senior year of college, I was late bloomer and as far as relationships and crossing the line. But my first relationship, a uh, committed relationship for about a year and a half was actually with, uh, and he's still my good friend, bisexual man. And I was so surprised how much shit he got from within the community because at that point I wasn't even really... Um, in community with heterosexual mm -hmm. people mm -hmm. so most of the people i have hung around since i was 17 have been within the community but that was amazing to me how many like gay gentlemen and women would just come to him and just be like well you know you got to be gay you just can't be you know you can't be straight you know you can't be bisexual and i was like what is going on I, I i love that man to this day and he's probably been more of a man to me than some of these other quote-unquote quote cis hetero men in my life mm. cecily shout out to the panel love the topic um i don't know if you guys saw but on season of Love is Blind 2, there was a guy who came out and he told his girl he was um, bisexual and she had a problem with it. Uh, I don't see why it was a big deal. Uh, what do you guys think? Oh, I, I actually, um, I didn't watch the show just because I can't watch Love is Blind, but I did see the clip so I know exactly what you are, um, what you're talking about. Um, this gentleman uh, came out to the girl that he was with and um, she basically broke up with him right there on the spot. Now, his response wasn't great, but I don't know why we're concentrating so much on his response versus her own homophobia and her own biphobia. Like we completely skated past that shit um, because mm -hmm. listen, you, when you hide behind preference in that way, I need you to also have the same energy for when Kodak Black is like, oh, I just don't do to you darkies. Mm. That's his preference, right? We can't pretend it's some kind of false equivalency either because you're literally telling that person that your identity, even though you haven't cheated on me, you've been only into me while we've been together. Uh, as far as STI results and fidelity, you are working on a 10. I'm literally holding your past against you because I think it's disgusting. And I feel like we never dissect why they think it's disgusting. We got, well, at least they never dissect we it for why. themselves. We do it, we do it over here all the time. But they never dissect for themselves why they find it so disgusting. That's why what, is it we so know why. That's why I keep saying, women, if you have a problem with bisexual men, you are homophobic. You're not going to sit here and say, oh my God, I love gay people. You can do my makeup and all this other shit. And then turn around and say, oh, I can't do bisexual men. I ain't trying to cast no AIDS and all this other shit. 
fucked up shit that y'all be saying. You're not, you are homophobic if you do not like bisexual men. I, I said what I said. And, and I also don't want, and this is the thing, and especially even if you don't seek out bisexual men, just because you don't seek out bisexual men doesn't make you biphobic. What makes you biphobic is the fact that a man who you are already with will actually be vulnerable and open with you and tell you about their past, not about infidelity, not giving you a fucking disease. None of those things have happened. You're talking about their past and what has happened. Mm -hmm. And you literally end the relationship because your ego can't take it. Fuck how supportive he was. Fuck how loyal he he is. Fuck how he doesn't treat you like a piece of shit. But the fact fuck how that... good the dick is, because they're usually better. Fuck, all right. fuck all, listen, fuck, fuck all of those things. All of those things. Because guess what? You've been with a man before. That don't sound stupid to you, bitch. Anyway. These the same women who were let the men know, oh, I, we're still a three. I've been with women before, and we praise that. Yes. Yes. Well, everybody does. They're just like, you know, their their little journey, which, by the way, you bitches are the type to break girls hearts because your bisexuality is purely performative. <laughs> just just want to be perfectly honest, because I've had bitches go ahead like and I, and I didn't even realize it because I was young and stupid. I was at this karaoke bar singing it down. I see this beautiful black woman sitting on the end of the bar. I'm thinking, oh, my God, she's fucking gorgeous. I go and start talking to her. We start vibing. This bitch out of nowhere starts making out with me. And I'm a hoe. So I'm like, hey, well, let's do this. <laughs> so we're making out at the bar. And I'm thinking, yo, we having a good time. I was like, shorty, I guess you coming with me tonight. Well, actually, I'm coming with you because I don't have a car and I took the bus here, but it's okay. But anyway, <laughs> um, but, <laughs> and I remember when we were leaving um, that venue, she saw people um, walking by. She was like, oh, kiss me. Let's give them a show. And I remember, obviously, my kiss was very hesitant because I was just like, okay. And as we were walking back to her car, I realized you're just gonna have to drop me off home. You're just gonna have to drop me off home because you're using me. Gay bait. Gay bait. <laughs> I, took, Look, I took the gay bait. I, I found me a gay. Let's 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 perform for the straight people. <laughs> and that's all and she only wanted to do this for men. It was always men passing by. She wanted to do it for men. So you literally, your bisexuality is heterocentered. I have no mm. use for you, bro. Ooh, Fletch. Oh yeah, that man, when you brought that up, just people just being so weird about um, anal play. It made me think of that guy. This is not funny, but the, the, the doctor lived. But the gentleman in Florida that got a prostate exam Ended up ejaculating because that that button in there, the fun button, the O button, is 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 located in the anus. He ended up ejaculating, left, came back, and shot the doctor because it made him feel some kind of way. Like, come on, like the the sexual repression in this country, amongst so many other levels of repression and dysfunction, truly are just. D destroying men's ability to have an understanding of themselves, their self, loving themselves, appreciating their bodies, because you gotta know at some point, or you have to reconcile at some point, that, you know, that's located in your anus. Like, I'm sorry, but I'm not sorry. You should be happy that that's there. That What, right. what a joy. Right. It's a beautiful thing. I did hear about that, though. Um, 
yeah, he uh, he was getting his prostate checked. The doctor checked it. It made him come, and that made him feel stuff away because he got mad. He came, went to his, went and got his gun and shot the doctor. Um, the doctor survived, but still, I guess he thought the doctor was trying to turn him gay, so that's why he shot him. I didn't mean to gasp like that. I just, I, 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 t- oh my God. These be the type of niggas that think that there's a gay agenda. He trying to turn me gay. See what I'm talking about? Can't even go to a doctor's exam. Man, I hope your foot falls off and you get diabetes. Anyway. Man, I hope, that's all right. I hope your asshole falls out since you're scared to get your prostate checked. This is why they're dying from prostate cancer in such high rates because they're so scared of their asshole. I ain't finna get I'm my prostate checked. That's for the gay folk. I ain't gay. I ain't finna get my prostate checked so I can live. I'm so dumb. <laughs> I'm so dumb. But do you see why, when it comes to cis, het, straight men, why we're so afraid of them? They call us emotional. That wasn't emotional to you? It was this video of, um, I don't even know, I don't even think the man was, was gay. He just happened to have on some tight jeans. Went into the store. There's this guy in the car. Saw him walk into the store. When the guy came back outside from the store, he pointed his gun at him, talking about, hey, go change your pants. Don't be doing that gay shit. I ain't trying to see that. Had his gun pointed at him. Because how dare you have on some tight jeans because it's turning me on because I'm insecure at myself. It's crazy. I can't, I, I, I'm sorry, I'm just, I can't believe this shit. And then you wonder why we're afraid and why we don't want to be around y'all, why we just want our own safe spaces. Like we want you to be, because you're not safe. You're not safe to be around. Oh my God, Tito. Wait, why would anyone expect anyone in the community, trademark symbol, um, to actually be ahead of the times in anything. It's usually the community where they're dealing with it, and then it branches out to the outer ends where they either don't understand or just riff off of how bad the community is treating their own people. So, in every damn community, and again, I can mainly only speak for the black community and the East Asian community, um, we're the first ones to go, uh, you know, backhand and karate chop somebody and then put them on full display before everyone else gets a chance to start lashing at them in the whole world view. So, I mean, yeah. I would never expect the community to get any shit right before anybody else. In fact, I expect someone to come from the outside and chastise the community, and then the community finally be like, oh shit, um, the people we hate the most are actually kind of making sense. Damn. Mm. Damn. Mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. Tito. It's exactly that part. It's exactly what you said, Ari. It's crazy. Not you not you acknowledging that you appreciate your own body, whether you're gay, straight, or whatever, and someone just immediately being like, well, I'm uncomfortable by the fact that you love your body, and I can't handle it because I actually mm-hmm. love your body, too. So I'm just going to pull a gun on you because... I can't have all that all that positivity <clears throat> about a man's body in my face. That's just not going to work. Yeah, and it's it's just it's so crazy because again, 
I don't even think the man that had the gun pulled on him was gay. I think he was straight. He just happened to have on tight jeans and the fat butt, and he and, and the the person with the gun ain't know how to feel about it. It turned him on, talking about go change your pants. I ain't trying to see. I ain't trying to see that gay shit. And then he was like, well, I, and then the guy was like, I'm not even gay. He was like, no, go change your pants. Again, this was a black man. So even if he was quit, this is why we keep talking about intersectionality. If this was a gay man, he's, he was black. The man that pulled the gun out on him was straight. But you want to say well, black worse? first. But you know what's worse? If it was a white gay man, he would have let that shit keep trucking. Wouldn't have said a fucking thing. Because mm, they think being gay is a white thing. <laughs> And that right there is the shit that gets me about these same individuals that'll be quick to be like, well, just we don't want to know what's going on in your bedroom. Keep it in the bedroom. And I've had to share this on a few comments in these panels. Like, you don't, you're not getting it. People will leave their house dressed a certain way and it's an issue. And you'll bring up their sexuality before they were, uh, before they do. That's, that's the thing that kills me when people try to act like, well, we're, we're not worried about what's going on in, in the queer community. Like, yeah, you are. You're so worried that I can't even step out of my house without it, but, but how I choose to put clothes on my body seems mm -hmm. to bother you. Yeah, that's that bullshit. Yeah, as long as we exist, it's a problem. If we exist, it's being, quote unquote, forced upon them. Just like if black people exist, when they still think we're trying... When black people first appeared on TV, white folks went crazy. Oh my God, the agenda black folks trying to take over. Black people fucking exist. Gay black people fucking exist. So this whole, oh my God, y'all forcing it on our kids. Y'all just saying that because we exist and you don't like it. So just say that. Just be honest. Stop pretending that you're like some holier than thou, like these fucking Christians. Listen, there is no hate like Christian love. There, there, there is no hate like Christian uh, love, and I, I, and you know, I actually have an example for that. I was uh, watching something where um, there was a bunch of these um, envelopian mayo monkeys at a Planned Parenthood, and they were um, basically chastising all of these women who were uh, coming out. And there was a woman who was a, a burn victim who was also protesting against the fucking people who were um, there trying to get women to not go in for just regular medical care. And this one person comes up, and it was a black man, by the way. A black man comes up to her and says, a black woman protesting for her rights, and says, I bet that hellfire hurt, didn't it? I bet that hellfire hurt. God won't let you continue. Like, I, there's no hate like Christian love. And she's a burn victim. And she was like, well, I was burned by water, so I don't know how to, I can't tell you how it feels. <laughs> but. <laughs> oh, we're going to have to do another, we're going to have to do another episode on black people and Christianity or why black people are trying to hang on to Christianity. A hundred percent. And and hopefully, um, I, you know what? I really want that to be a video that we can upload to, to Spotify. I I know, guys, we be talking about this shit. It's so hard, y'all. Life is hard trying to get this stuff out. Um, Tito. Also, so this is this is very similar to me. Like, you know how we have like people of color as a, as a fairly umbrella term. And it actually encompasses a lot more of the world than... I mean, it, it just encompasses a lot more of the world, right? 
So for all intents and purposes, there, if you really think of the spectrum, there are a lot more bi people in this world, but for some reason we've, we've smushed them down to a small thing. It's not that, and I'm not saying like you have to be bi-identifying. Like, even if you just slightly shifted on that scale just a little bit to where you're like, you know, I find this person really attractive and I might smash. Like, you know, I'm not going to act on it, but I might. Like, that's a tendency. That's a that's an in, that's an inclination. That's moving you towards the bi center, or or I don't even know where to where to put it because I don't want to use the terminology wrong. But there's a lot more bi people in this world than people are. A hundred percent. And a lot. And just like you said, a lot of them have been squashed down. A lot of them have been oppressed into being silent. A lot of them have been oppressed into choosing. A lot of them have been looking at their sexual spectrum and realizing that if they go in one certain direction, they may not live to see a certain age. And that's mm. just the truth, because we still have Christian families who will threaten and also follow through in killing their children if they say they're gay. They'll literally say, I would rather you be dead than for you to be gay. Uh, the fact I just that's just so mind blowing to me. Me and we keep saying this all the fucking time. Before you have kids, because a lot of people don't know why they want to have fucking kids. They do it because the yeah. parents told them to, or oh, they think it can fix their marriage, or oh my god, babies are so cute. I want to see a mini me running around. You don't know why you really want to have kids in the first fucking place. Before you have fucking kids, if you quote unquote disagree with, with queer people or you wouldn't want your son to be gay or trans or whatever, you are not ready to have fucking kids. And don't think that it can't happen to you because my parents thought the same thing. Oh, we live in a Christian household. We're going to put him in sports. My dad was in the military. All these other things. They did not think it was going to happen to them. Went to church two to three fucking times a week. Before you have kids, if you have a problem with queerness or anything at all, you are not ready to have kids because it is possible that it can still happen to you. Um, if, if you are afraid of your child coming out in any kind of queer presenting way, I need you to get a dog. That part. I need, I need you to get a dog instead. Like, honestly, I need, you want something to lead and to shape who and you, cause you guys don't want kids. Y'all want clones. Mm. I just want a little mini me running around. It's very disrespectful because you guys think of kids so fucking flippantly, not even with no regard or, or regard or care for how the actual quality of their lives are going to be just living in this world. Oof. Eddie's voice. I think there was a TED talk. Uh, what was it called? It was called like 50 Shades of Gay. And it was <laughs> just talking about exactly that. Like, <clears throat> oh, yeah. There's, it's a spectrum, you know, like, it's not just so, it's not so black and white, you know? Right. Um, anyway. It's, like, it's fluid as fuck. I've been, I've had a couple guys that uh, I went on dates with, like, they thought they were straight, but then it was like, well, damn, I didn't know until I met you and got to know who you are as a person. That's what made me change and realize another part of me that I never realized I had. And that's why I say it's, it's, this is not a choice. And this is also, I have to remember, those people who are saying this to Aaron grew up in the same straight households watching the same straight shit that we did. They've never had a safe space to be able to explore their sexuality. They meet a person like Aaron, who, by the way, is amazing, and they fine. So they, they that I'm just saying, you know, <laughs> <Thank> <laughs> you're not interested in all of this, but if you was. <laughs> but, uh, <I> <laughs> 
<laughs> I know it didn't work out. Uh, but but when you meet a person like them and you're so taken in by them, all of a sudden, the fact of whatever's hanging between their legs doesn't seem to matter as much. That's another thing that I'm another thing we're we're just completely missing is because straight people are so are such deviants. When they think of sexuality, they only think of sex. They don't thinking about mm-hmm. like, I'm just attracted to this person. There's a lot of people walking around who've never explored their spectrum, who might meet one person to be a change everything. How many women have been in like long marriages and relationships and just met one woman that changed their whole fucking lives and now they are wifed the fuck up? Mm. And girl, they're not, even, they're not even ready for the conversation about how sex is a social construct as well. But moving on. <laughs> <clears throat> yes. Let's go ahead and move on because we got to. We got to get to this um, uh, last topic before we get out of here. Um, and, you know, listen, we're going to be talking about this again. It might, it may, it literally may be on Friday. It depends on what happens during the week. So I really wanted to talk about the Roe versus Wade fallout, um, the overturning of it, uh, where we are right now, because I, um, I just keep on running into all of these heartbreaking ass clips um, from people who will pretend that they are pro-life, yet they will say that who gives a fuck about adopting kids? The mortality rate of black infants. All of those things that you could do for children who are already here. So I wanted to go ahead and just play um, a video for you guys. uh, And we're just going to talk about it. of the city of Detroit is black and it's beautiful and black mothers are the ones who told my mother to raise her voice when she had that heavy immigrant like accent at parent meetings and you know I'm sitting here listening to people pretending disingenuously honestly that they actually care about the lives of my black neighbors I always get emotional about this because I cannot believe that my colleagues who didn't vote for the George Floyd Justice for Policing Act are talking about the fact that Planned Parenthood, which I believe is literally one of the only healthcare places and institutions like cities like mine. The fact that we have some of the worst infant mortality rates in the country among black children. We can't even get them to one years old. It's like, why aren't we spending the same energy, doctor? and saving those lives, getting them to one year. How come when I was in the Michigan legislature, they spent so much time on this that they never wanted to talk about that single mother that we needed to make sure that she had the wraparound services that she could actually provide for her family because she made a choice. But we abandon those mothers every corner. We vilify and dehumanize. I've watched them force mothers to do drug testing before they could even get any assistance. When, when are we gonna actually call this out for what it is? No, this is about controlling women in our country, period. Stop pretending it's anything but. You know, what's so distressful about all of this is the fact that it's not just Texas, Chairwoman, you know this. This is gonna, this is literally opening the floodgates to the possibility that we are actually going to see our country punish and criminalize abortion, criminalize women making a very difficult decision. I want to know 
you know, Dr. Scott, like, honestly, what are you doing about infant mortality rate among black children? Have you testified in a committee about it? Thank, thank you for your question. I'm very interested in the topic. I have applied to be a member of the Texas um, Maternal Morbidity and Mortality Committee three times. I have not been accepted. Mm -hmm. I suspect it may be because of my stance on life, mm -hmm. but I am I'm terribly concerned by the lack of support that so many of those women have. Yeah, well, the same people that voted for the bill that you are championing today are people that would actually leave them completely homeless and with no safeguards at all. I want you to believe me when I say that to you because Black Lives Matter should be very much at the forefront in every policy that we ever do in this country. It can't just be you carrying a sign or being on a commission. It's actually standing up and saying what we see. Because I want to tell you something. You know, over 40% of the deaths of COVID in my state are my black neighbors, even though they make up less than 14% of the total population of Michigan because of environmental racism, because they don't have access to health care, and you're all punishing Planned Parenthood, which is literally sometimes the only option that they have because people are investing and in saying, this is this is how we can get access to health care. And I, and I, I'm really just incredibly frustrated of the gaslighting, the misleading, and trying to say you're speaking on behalf of my black neighbors. You're not. You're not. And so I'm going to leave the most beautiful blackest. Ooh, she ate her the fuck up. Left no crumbs. Reclaiming my time, okay? <laughs> um, and what's worst? I, and I, and the, and what's worse is is that woman who is trying so hard to fight for us is fighting a failing battle. Because mm. it's oh, listen, only white women just now currently are interested interested in their own rights right now. Let's be real, because black and brown folks have always known exactly what the fuck it is, and I really feel bad for that woman because she is fighting a battle she's never going to win. Can I say something? Oh, get the fuck. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> so, hi, my name is Hannah, and I'm a white woman. And I just feel like, even though I voted against my own interests and I couldn't put my whiteness first this time, I really would like black women to come help us out because this abortion bill affects me. And this time, my whiteness can protect me from. <laughs> This time, my whiteness can't protect me from it. So I would appreciate if you niggers, I mean, you black women will help us like you usually do and be in the forefront of this battle. And then when it's over, I'll put my whiteness first and forget about all of you. <sighs> do you know what's worse? I literally heard the, uh, it, it was it was like Aaron obviously saw the video. I literally saw the same shit on TikTok the other day. I really did. It was a white woman saying, well, if we don't know, you have to teach us. Obviously, you've been doing it longer, so you should be there to teach us. And I was like, <laughs> yo, yo, the Hannahs, the Hannahs, the Caitlins, they doing a lot. They doing a lot. It's like, um, it's like, oh. this is so mind blowing because these same white women who voted for Trump knew that Trump was going to put these conservative-leaning-ass people in the Supreme Court. And now that their whiteness can't come first and it's affecting them, this abortion bill, now they want people of color and black women to come in the forefront. No, bitch. You remember what the fuck you put there. 
you're on your own, bitch. Because we've always black women have always and are still fighting. Mm-hmm. But you voting against your own interest, that's what your ass get. Your whiteness couldn't save you this time, and that's the problem. You're so used to that shit. And now this ability is affecting you, and now you want us to be all in distress. No, ma'am. Yeah, and now you want to go and put on red hoods because you've been inspired by The Handmaid's Tale, and that's going to be your fucking protest. Bitch, get the fuck out of my face. And also, read the book. Um, Margaret Atwood, in the book of The Handmaid's Tale, um, do you know that all the people of color were killed off because we weren't viable wombs? Mm. They changed that in the show. They changed like, that well, shit. We didn't want to put Bruh, we don't want to go ahead and live in a white world. We don't want to create a white world. Where do you live? <sighs> and if they were to really show, it would have been so much of a more powerful story if you do know, if you have watched Handmaid's Tale, if she and Moira really had a realistic way of going through this. Because in the book, they would have been trying to kill Moira off or probably re-enslave her. Mm-hmm. And and then June would have been the different kind of slave, the house nigga. Mm. I'm telling you, we're going backwards as fuck. And for these black men, because let me get let me drag y'all ass. Black men who are saying, Well, I like the bill because we need more black babies. And if these black women would keep their legs closed, they wouldn't have to get an abortion and all this other shit. Okay, when we go back to the Jim Crow era and we're drinking out of separate water fountains and using uh, separate bathrooms and your ass got sent in the back of the bus again, you remember what the mm. fuck you said. Keep that same mm. energy, because I'm telling you now, don't think that it, we're going backwards every fucking day. We're going backwards. So for you black, and same for you transphobic ass people out here, I'm glad the anti-trans bills, remember what the fuck you said when we keep going backwards. Keep that same energy. And it's so weird to hear black men say that about this issue when you, because as much as they hate fucking child support, because let me tell you something, if, if this was really, if you really cared so bad, as soon as that became a pregnancy test, you would start paying that bitch child support. Mm. And in fact, if this is the way it's supposed to go, then they, that needs to actually be mandated by law. If this is really the world that you want to live in, guess what? As soon as I come with a pregnancy test, you need to pay me my motherfucking money. And by the way, I need to be able to put life insurance uh, policy out on the fetus and myself and your bitch ass too. Right. Oof. Messages. Queen. I am deceased. Y'all are just explaining my whole fucking childhood and I'm so (laughs) validated right now. Like, mini story time i'm super freaking gay okay everyone knows everyone's seen it happen i grew up how i grew up um predominantly in a white area my mom said some shit like oh she thinks she gonna be gay yeah no that's just a fucking face she ain't really gonna be gay i wish she fucking would starts threatening insert threats etc etc if she even thinks about messing with somebody of her gender she got another thing coming insert more threats etc etc why did i start dating a white girl like for seven years almost got married to her i mean yeah it was my demise but just to piss off my mom just just to prove a point 
Sounds like me. Oh, shit. So you weren't just going to bring... No, I was going to say, so you're not just going to go ahead and bring anybody home. You're like, oh, I'm not going to be getting... I'm bringing home a white woman. Now what, mama? What you going to say now? Go ahead. I'm here for it. It was this extra salt in the room. Not only did I decide I was going to date a girl directly in front of my mother after she said the fact that, you know, I wish my daughter would. (laughs) It was a white girl. (laughs) Which, of course, you know, I I fully forget today. I'm still traumatized by that experience. But, you know, it was to prove a point. So it was worth it. (laughs) Period. Today pastor I grew up with uh, posted a picture of a gender fluid person who's a teacher and um, said that this person should have been cold at birth that we should take a hint from the animal kingdom (sighs) it's really affected me because this is the day after a school shooting and now we're directing violence at queer people working in schools and um, all while being pro-life. And um, to my knowledge, I'm the only gender fluid person this pastor follows. So it also felt very directed at me and um, yeah, I'm just working through it. Mm-hmm. Groovy, I'm so sorry. That's so triggering, especially after a fucking shooting like this. It's like, oh, so you want to kill me too? So they're everywhere. They're everywhere. Whether it's the pulse shooting, where guess what? It didn't matter. If you were just there for drinks, he knew that's where gay people were. So he shot the fucking place up in Orlando. That's why I like, I keep, that's why I hate when straight people say, Oh, you can just hide being gay. Just hide being gay. Once again, when that shooter went to that gay club and shot it up, he didn't give a fuck how masculine or feminine or straight passing, I hate using that word, and all these other things. He just knew that it was queer folks in there. It was a gay club and queer folks go to it. It doesn't give a fuck how much you try to hide it. All you have to do is exist, and they will still slaughter your ass. So stop with this whole, oh, well, y'all can just hide being gay, but... You can't hide being black. And then if I take my ass to the damn straight club, straight black club, or the barbershop, or the cookout, the first thing y'all see is my femininity and my gayness. And I also want to go ahead and put out there, I, I'm i not going to tell you what to do, Groovy, but you need... I, I, I'm not going to tell you what to do, but what I would do is cuss, cuss that nigga out and block him. Right. You deserve to be celebrated in every space. You don't deserve to go ahead and scroll down your social media and be caught by a fucking hate train just mistakenly. It's not it's not fucking right. Oh my god, man. Oh, Fletch. Thank you. And to me, that's what kills me about this this pro-black rhetoric that comes from some of these black men's mouths. They want to say that the game is rigged and that white men are out here trying to destroy us and systematically take us out here. It's like they forget that that also extends into the medical professions out here. We got doctors out here who think that that black women giving babies is like horse giving babies. They got all the 
the uh, the strength and all the the high tolerance for pain, so they just get treated like cattle. Nothing's changed from that aspect, and it blows my mind that if this is to be true, and we know it's to be true, because again, shout out to Justasia for making a comment about if Serena Williams couldn't even have uh, a kid without difficulties, then what do you think that means when it comes to? White doctors approaching black women having more of these babies that y'all quote unquote want us to keep having for y'all while we're uh, underneath a system that doesn't want us to exist. Make it make sense. Yes. And I'm going to, I'm going to end this with a a quick uh, uh, story time. Um, So I am a videographer. I was actually working with somebody and uh, she is African. She was uh, brought to this country at 11 years old. Um, her parent, like, to be honest with you, she doesn't have papers and, um, she gave, she's been again, since 11 years old, her child, I think is now 10 or 11. When she went to go give birth to him in the hospital, the baby got stuck and the baby stayed stuck for two hours. She would lay there screaming in pain. When they finally took the baby out. The left side of the baby's head was collapsed. They left that baby, didn't take the baby to the ICU. They left that baby right in a bassinet right next to her. And the baby started to seize uncontrollably and she was calling and they weren't coming. Today, the boy is completely nonverbal. He knows sign language and she learned sign language for her son and they speak sign language together. He's actually in the correct grade. He goes to a special school, but he has no use of his left side. He can't speak. This was in a Minnesota hospital. She went to go sue them. She lost because she was basically an African immigrant woman in this country. And they say the only way she can reopen that case is to pay all of her medical bills, which add up to almost $2 million. Holy shit. I wanted to do a documentary on her story, but because she doesn't have papers, she's too afraid to do this interview with me. Mm. I just wanted to make sure I put that out there. This is a fucked up place. Bro. Bro. So, we do have to get out of here. What a sucky note to leave on. (laughs) (laughs) On that note. (laughs) I really wish that we had something light to say. I wish that we could end these things every talk talking about demon dick. I really wish (laughs) that we really could um, in my soul. But, um... This is what's going on. The earth is ghetto, and that's why we're here to talk about it. Absolutely. As always, we want to thank all of you guys for tuning in to our show every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. It really means a lot because, girl, we know it be early sometimes being where y'all at. So the fact that y'all are still here and still supporting us, it really means a lot. We love y'all so, so, so much. You can. For real. Um, you can follow me and Sydney on Instagram, which is in both of our bios. And you can listen to our podcast on, obviously here, in Spotify, Amazon Music, Audible, and Google Podcasts. And you can follow our Instagram podcast page, 
earth underscore is underscore ghetto underscore. Same for the TikTok as well. And I think that's it. You have anything else to say? Yes. Uh, one last thing. Shout out to Germany. I just took a look at our analytics and there's like somebody in Germany listened to us. Hey. <laughs> Period. Yes. <laughs> okay. We can leave on that note. That's that's a little bit better. Okay. Yeah. You know, we did, we did something. But again, thank you all so much. Being queer is African and we will see you in the next one. Bye, niggas and friends. Bye, bitches.